Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Well, good evening, everybody. Happy Monday, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I hope you guys had a really great weekend. Because today is Monday, we didn't do shows over the weekend, which is our new thing. We have a ton of prayer requests tonight. We're going to get to all of them. And listen, we've got some really serious ones tonight. I watch the metrics for our videos and our podcasts, and I can see when people are listening, when they kind of leave. And a lot of people I notice leave when we're doing the individual prayers for people. But you have to understand... The ones that we choose to verbalize here, and you can see a bunch are on the bottom of the screen, but the ones we choose to verbalize are generally for a reason. We pick these out because we feel like we're trying to pray not just for these people, but other people who are struggling with these things as well. And we've got some pretty serious, serious stuff that we got to pray for tonight. In fact, right before the show, not only did Chris and I you know, pray in general for our shows, we always do, but I actually said an extra prayer to just really steal myself up against some of the stuff we're going to be encountering tonight, some pretty serious stuff. But we'll get to that in a moment, and Kristen's going to pray for you. Before we get to that, I want to just talk to you today about the importance of finding your path and staying on it, because we get a lot of prayer requests from people who really either can't find their path in life, they say they don't, they don't know which way to go, or maybe they strayed from it a little bit, and I just want to talk about that. And it's something you should know that I'm very, very familiar with. And when I'm familiar with something, it's not because I studied it. I don't have a degree in theology, but rather it's because I lived it. I know what it's like to just be in this wilderness area and not know if I'm on the right path or feel completely lost. Okay. In fact, I remember I saw a movie not too long ago called Into the Heart of the Sea. And it's actually the true story of the historical events that inspired the book Moby Dick. It's about these whalers who set out to to sea for long periods of, of time on these large sail ships. Okay, it's actually a pretty fascinating movie. And they would travel so far out to sea that they wouldn't see any other ships or land for days or weeks or even months at a time. They were just out there in the middle of nowhere. I remember watching the movie at a rather down time in my life, and it occurred to me that if you were just navigating by a compass and you were off by even a degree, if you went for a mile or so, you probably wouldn't notice that you were off course and it wouldn't make much of a difference. You'd probably still get to where you were going if, if it was just a short distance like that. But if you kept going off course by just that one degree over hundreds of miles and thousands of miles, at some point you would be so far off course, you wouldn't know where you were. And that's how I felt, just kind of in the middle of the sea, totally adrift, not knowing where I was, knowing that I was supposed to be somewhere and knowing that I wasn't there. Okay. And what I realized then, and what I'm trying to impress on you tonight, is that the enemy doesn't have to get you to sin to defeat you. We think of the enemy as always trying to get us to lie, cheat, steal, to lust, to to get us to give in to anger and temptation, that sort of thing, and to generally get us to do things we shouldn't, you know, we know we shouldn't do. And certainly he's in the business of that. Don't get me wrong. But he also knows if he can just knock you off course by even one degree, if he can accomplish just that, then he can get us to miss our destiny. It could be anything, taking the wrong job, being with the wrong person, getting into the wrong car one night, moving into the wrong city, maybe even taking the wrong classes in college. 
Each of these decisions places you on a different course. That's why it's all the more important to yield your judgment over to God. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. You know, I remember right before I met Kristen, there was a flurry of other people I could have been going out with. And I had been single for seven years at that point. And believe me, when you're single for seven years and you're approaching 40, you know, you start to look at all your options and there are plenty of other options. And in fact, a, a friend of mine wanted to set me up with a paralegal who worked for her, who was also a missionary, by the way, and a, a nice enough person, I'm, I'm sure. But she lived in Brazil and wouldn't be around for something like a year. So for that year, I was going to have to communicate with her by the Internet through Zoom or Skype or something like that. And that wasn't the worst idea in the world, but something inside me said, you know, if that's what's meant, meant to if that's what's meant to be, we can meet her in a year. But in the meantime, what if I'm in an online relationship with this person and because of that, I miss the person God has for me? And that's what would have happened because within three months of that decision, Kristen friended me on Facebook and the rest is history. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that person or, or some of the others I could have been seeing at the time in the sense that being in a relationship with them would not have been sinful per se, but it would have accomplished the enemy's goal of knocking me off course. My life trajectory would have been totally different if that had happened. And thankfully, God gave me good judgment and I had the good sense to listen to him. Now, the good news is this. That's not just for someone like me. You might think, well, that's for you, uh, Pastor Jordan or Pastor Kristen. Hey, listen, I am not some ordained minister. I'm just a lawyer who's trying to do my part in spreading the good news, okay? There's nothing special about me, and that's good because it means that that what I have and what Kristen has, has, you can have also, okay? This judgment is very available to you, and it's very simple. All you have to do is start by telling God, I yield to you. Deliver me from the evil one. He will not let you dash your feet, the Bible says. And remember, more importantly, Psalm 119, 105, which says, your word is a lamp for my feet a light on my path, okay? Your word, that means the Bible. So read the Bible. There's no substitute for it. And no, it won't tell you what job to take or what college to go to or who to marry or anything like that. But it will help you develop your relationship with God. And along with it, that still small voice that helps us to stay on the narrow path and leads us to life and victory and away from death and destruction. So that's my message for you tonight. Very good. Very true. That's awesome. Oh, thank you, Kristen. Awesome. By the way, you look absolutely lovely tonight, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, thank you. Well, so do you. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Uh, Kristen, do me a favor. Would you lead all these good people in prayer, please? Absolutely. Absolutely. Dear Lord, every day, not only have you died for our sins, God, it it wasn't a one-time thing, Lord, when you died for our sins. It was a one-time thing in, in the sense that it it was finished when you said it is finished, but our relationship with you, the fact that you daily bear our burdens, that you give us our daily bread, that you are faithful daily to us, that you deliver us daily, Lord. When we fall short, when we try to measure up to perfectionism, when we feel that we're, we're doing the right thing and then something fails or, or someone fails us or we fail someone, God, you will never fail us. When we are faith, faithless, you remain faithful, God. God, renew our minds every day, every moment. God, we need you moment by moment. Lord, we cannot do this without you. We cannot be who you've called us to become without you, God. 
Help us not to be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Thank you for daily, your daily decision, your moment-by-moment decision to walk with us, God. Oh, Lord, we fall and we look up to you. You pull us up. Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you that you are alone are perfect. When we feel that we have, cannot measure up, Lord, we put on Christ. And we know in you, if we abide in you, we have everything we need. And we can be who you've called us to be, God. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to love you and communicate with you. So I pray for every person that you would release them from the feeling of not measuring up or some unattainable perfectionism that they feel they have to attain, maybe from childhood or maybe just from circumstances, Lord, or feeling like they never get approval, God. We don't seek approval from this world. We seek our approval from you, God. You give us your approval, Lord. You have sealed us. You have sealed us and you've given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. Thank you, Lord, for telling us day by day who we are in you, God. I pray for your people to know that they were made in your image, God. Each person listening tonight has a unique destiny and purpose that only they can fulfill through you, God. Each person has a fingerprint and a blueprint on this life that's only fulfilled in you, that's unique to their calling. God, thank you for that. Thank you that no person is a mistake. No person is an accident, Lord. No person has gone too far from your grace to be called your own if they, if they ask for your forgiveness, Lord. If they ask for your, you, you to bring them back into the family, Lord. Lord, think of the story of the prodigal son, God. I pray for all of your prodigal sons and daughters tonight. Men and women who have strayed and feel like too embarrassed to come back to you or feel like they've gone too far, God. Your arm is not too short to reach them, God. Your arm is not too short to reach their sons and daughters, God. And even those who are Christians and would say they are Christians, but still feel that they have done something or feel shame and just walk around feeling shame, feeling like they've, they've asked you for forgiveness, but they still walk in the shame of a sin that you've forgiven a long time ago. Release them from that, God. Lord, the enemy just comes to steal kill and destroy, but you come to give us life, life abundantly and peace and prosperity and hope and joy and enjoyment, God. God, help us to listen to you, to have no other gods before you, to make you first and help us not to have the, the God of perfectionism as well. You alone are perfect, God, and we look to you. We look to you for everything we need. We look to you, Lord, to conform us into your image, God, day by day. 
just put out your blanket of peace across this world. Just, just wrap your sons and daughters in the robe of righteousness as they wear you, as they wear your righteousness, God. Lord, you came down and suffered that death so that we could be in your righteousness and live in your family and be called sons and daughters of God. May all of your children tonight know that they are they're queens and kings of the Most High God, a royal deedom in your hand, God, a precious jewel, a treasure, your treasured possession, a royal priesthood, Lord. So many things, God. Lord, we, we take that on. I speak against the demon of, of trying to, to cut down people and, and the way they see themselves, God against suicide, against all of these things, or even, even just feeling bad about oneself, God. We are made in your image. And I pray for each person tonight to really not just know it in their minds, but experience it in their heart and know who they are in their identity in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Great job, Kristen. Absolutely. You know, I'm always impressed Thank by... You how much you can pack into a very short prayer. I mean, you only prayed for oh. about six minutes there, but it's, it's just so oh. substantial in the truest sense of the word, you know? Um, oh, so God well, bless you. All right. We make a good team because you pack a lot into a sermon. So I'm impressed. Oh, thank by you. That. All right. <laughs> well, look guys, listen, I want to, we got some really important prayer requests tonight. And I need you guys to join me in, in believing for these people, but also listen, if you know people who are suffering from the same thing, I mean, just lift them up in prayer also. Um, this is some serious stuff. And like I said, it, bef- I actually did a, a second prayer before I started tonight to really like, you know, put on the full armor of God here to deal with some of these issues. So let's just get right to it. Actually, I'm going to start with a praise report real quick. What's well, actually both uh, from Emmanuel. You guys know that we've been praying for this uh, Muslim kid who lost his leg to cancer uh, last few episodes. And Emmanuel, who brought this to our attention, tells us uh, that things are going better with him and that the parents of the boy are coming closer to knowing Jesus. So that's a huge praise report, but God, we want you to just finish the job there. You know, you're a God of finishing grace. Yeah. What you started, I pray that you finish with them and that you bring them fully into your kingdom through a miracle or any other means in Jesus name. Amen. Now this one here, I'm going to have to change some of the names or just omit some names here because my goal here isn't to embarrass people when they send me prayer requests, but let me just say that someone named Harold, uh, who's involved with the church, a church, says that his brother is dealing with uh, a very severe sexual demon and uh, has a drinking problem. And his brother also has a drinking problem and, and also uh, apparently is with cigarettes. And another relative of his is very sick. Now, God knows the names of these people. I don't need to to say the names or anything like that. Then we have another prayer request from Zalima. She says she prays for restoration in her relationship with her husband and for God to stop him from committing adultery. So we have two pretty severe sexual situations to start with. And it can't be something, you know, a lot of times with things like this, which is a little more like R rated, you know, you want to like shy away from it. And and that's kind of like the enemy scoring a victory there. You can't be intimidated by things like this. Uh, the answer is simply when you're dealing with stuff like this, understand that, you know, you have the full armor of God to put it on and and declare the victory over these things. OK, mm-hmm. so, Father God, we're going to start with Harold's prayer that in Jesus name that you break these 
these spirits of they're actually all the same thing come to think of it yes the sexual demon the dreaming demon the, the drinking one the smoking one it's all d demons of addiction mm -hmm. okay they're all the same thing so father god we pray against these addictions in jesus name we pray for deliverance okay we know that this victory was won on the cross and these sort of I'm going to say these are like the low rent, lower class demons, They're not even like the higher, more important ones. These kind of like garbage things. Um, we pray against them in, in Jesus name. We pray for full healing and victory. Also for his brother who's very sick. We pray for peace in the house. When I see things like this, I'm reminded of, of the section in the New Testament, Christian, where Jesus meets the man who was chained or, or actually they couldn't put yes. chains on him more accurately. And the Jesus cutting. talks to him and says, it, he, they talks to him and he says, uh, you know, identify yourself. He's talking to the demons. They say, well, legion. we are legion many. for we are many. Yeah. And when I see this thing where the last words are pray for peace in the house, that just says it right there. This isn't one situation you're dealing with. It's a whole bunch, but guess what? Yeah. Jesus already won these victories. And the same thing with Zalima, father God, we pray for her relationship that you totally convict her husband and and rebuke him for this adultery. And Father God, we also pray, and this is even harder, we pray that for a spirit of forgiveness in that household too. It's not enough that, that he stops the adultery. We also need to be able to forgive him as well. I don't plan to micromanage anyone's marriage, but I, I can at least know that if Zalima is praying for him to stop, that she at least wants the marriage to succeed. So we pray for that in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Someone named Apostle Miracle Jr. writes to us from Uganda, okay? He asks that we pray for his wife, Tarina Ruth, and their ministry, Streams of Life. She is in a lockdown in Jordan. He says, I love her so much, though I have a feeling she may be taken, okay? In other words, kidnapped. So, Father God, listen, in Jesus' name, we pray you put your protective hand around her, that you, you protect her from anyone who would do her harm, Okay, mm. that you bring her back to be reunited uh, in Uganda with her husband, that you give him peace, and that yes. this is a quick work. And I pray that while she's in Jordan, she's just a total blessing to everyone around her, and that anyone who'd even think to do her harm would live to regret it very immediately. Your word says, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. And so I just pray that just this field this protective field around her, that anybody who would lay a hand on her maliciously would just be rebuked immediately in Jesus' name. Yes. All right, we got a bunch, of, a couple of prayers tonight from people who are having problems with their sleep. And we get these a lot, these bad dream prayers. In fact, especially lately. So Imran says, please pray for me, my wife and my daughter. My wife can't sleep at night. She has a strange tension. All sorts of thoughts keep coming to her mind. So please pray. And my wife's name is Ruksana. Okay, and then Kayanza says, hello, praise the Lord. I'm from Africa. I have a lot of bad dreams. Please pray for me. I mean, these remind me of these, uh, not to get too much into demonology or stuff like that, which is well beyond my qualifications, but the, the Bible talks about certain spirits that bother people um, more at night. Uh, and I'm not going to get too much into that, but the bottom line is, the bottom line is, God, you promise us a sound mind. Yes. Okay. A clean heart and a sound mind. To these people, Imran and Kainz, I would I would remind you 
The Bible says the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. You mm -hmm. need to fill your home. And for actually everyone That's else right. who's having these problems too, fill your home with praise music. Let it be the last thing as you're going to sleep that you hear at night. Let it yes. be the first thing yes. that comes out of your mouth and you're praising. Yes. Leave it on at night so you're listening to it too. So if you wake up that's in the middle of right. night, that's what you're hearing. I mean, it's not right. a magic potion. Don't go thinking that like, you know, you, you drink from this bottle and all of a sudden uh, all your problems go. It's not what I mean. Sometimes, you know, battles are won quickly and sometimes you have to persevere. But this is how you start. And so, Father God, we pray that you just cause the Holy Spirit to come into their lives and to give them the sound mind and the good sleep that they require. Yes, God. We know that in you is rest. Yes, God. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. That's what your word says. So, yes. Father God, we pray for rest for these people in Jesus' name. Kathy says, please pray for me. I'm giving up on everything and, I'm, and everyone. I'm at the end of my rope. I cannot take any more from the people I'm staying with. I do not have any place to go. All right. I remember years ago, there was somebody who I knew who was into like witchcraft. And I thought this person's a total lost cause. And I remember feeling at that moment that no, a lot of times the people who seem like they're the furthest away from God are actually the closest because they're the ones who are nearest to the end of their rope. So being near to the end of your rope is a, a very painful place to be. Brokenness is a painful place to be. But you know what? That's a great time to let God into your life. You just take everything over. He loves to rescue you. Okay? Yeah. Father God, we pray for Kathy right now. I want you to impress upon her that you made her on purpose. She's not an accident. You didn't make a mistake. That you have a great purpose for her life. That there is light at the end of this tunnel. There's a valley beyond this mountain that she is designed. She, you're putting her through so much now so she can help other people who are going through such things. The yeah. people with the big destinies, man, they tend to have, they tend to get the, the greatest amount of resistance against them. Kathy, this is not a sign you should be giving up. If anything, this means you need to push forward, not just for your life. A lot of lives depend on this. Okay. God, we give Kathy the victory over these people who are giving her a hard time. If, if they're not reformable, get them out of her life and get her into a better situation in Jesus' name. But please, Father God, just impress upon her that her life is one where her best days are ahead of her. Her life is worth living. You have a great destiny and a great plan for her. And she can't even fathom the amazing life you have for her in Jesus' name. Yes. Donna says, please pray for my two sons, five nephews and four brothers. It's 11 people who don't know the Lord. And for me, that I may have a closer walk with the Lord. God, these are good prayers. We pray for these 11 people. We pray that they come to know the Lord through Donna and that Donna brings many, many multiples more people through them. That these people getting saved will bring many more people through those people as well. We pray that Donna also has a closer walk with you. Your word says that if, you, if someone draws near to you, you'll draw nearer to them. Well, Donna's doing that now. So please draw nearer to her and just... Donna, just yield to what God wants to do with, in, with your life and through your life. Just let his glory totally shine through you into other people in Jesus' name. Amen. Bridget prays for restoration and a better job. She says she's frustrated. I want to run away from where I work from and leave my passport behind. I'm so tired. Okay, I wouldn't leave your passport behind. That's number one. But here's another person so tired. Father God, your word says, again, 
Come to me, all you who, all ye who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. So, Bridget, you just need to to run to God. God, bring Bridget into your life and hold her close to your chest. Put her in a better situation. Give her victory over these problems. In Jesus' name. Margie says, please pray for my tribe, the Navajo Nation here in Arizona. We've been hit hard with the coronavirus. Well, first of all, we're going to pray for the whole world against the coronavirus. But yeah, you know, we know that in America, in, in the Indian um, reservations, if that's what she's talking about, there's a lot of poverty there for any number of reasons that we don't have to get into. But I'm so glad to know that in that area that we have someone like Margie who knows the Lord and loves the Lord with all of her heart and has enough faith that she prays. We pray, first of all, that Margie becomes a light, a missionary to the entire Navajo nation, that she has a yeah. great ministry over there. I got to tell you something. Every one of us should have a ministry. Okay. And, you know, Chris and I are just two regular people. I don't mean everybody has to have a nightly podcast, but your life is a ministry. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Margie, we pray that your ministry blesses you and blesses others abundantly. Okay. That the Navajo nation becomes known as a Christian nation. We pray protection for them from the coronavirus. And I know with, I'm not going to get too much into theology here, but I know that, you know, with the native tribes, there's a history of worshiping other gods and other things and th this and that. God, let these people understand that there is only one true God. Only one person was a son of God who died for our sins and who conquered death and rose again. His name is Jesus Christ, and we pray that he has total victory in the Navajo Nation. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, a few more here, guys. Fahad says, please pray for me and my wife for a blessing of a child. You know, we get a lot of these and it it's so poignant because in the United States, we commit a million abortions every year. We just kill children, just kill them. They're, they're wanted, unwanted, I should say. And here we have people from these other countries who constantly tell us, God, give us a child. Father God, I pray that you bless Fahad and his family with a child. Fahad, I tell you, you should go out and buy a baby bottle or something. Go buy a crib if you want to and point to that crib and every day walk by and say, thank you, God, that our child is on his way in Jesus name. Melody says, hi, I'm I'm a Filipino. And she sent us a picture of her father, Estoras, who's in the hospital. And it looks like he's been intubated. He's got a tube in his throat. It looks like he's on a respirator. And ask that we pray for his recovery. We don't know why he's there, if it's from the coronavirus or what. God, we know that in the darkest situations, you still have victory. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. All these people, what coronavirus does, it attacks the lungs. But God, you know, your spirit is actually our breath. I mean, That's the right. word is actually, it actually translates the same thing. So God, just have your spirit fill this man's lungs and fill his entire bodies. And everybody else is in the hospital as well. In yeah. Jesus' name. And just, I want, I am decreeing and declaring that Melody will give us a praise report that her father yes. is recovered. I want to start yes. seeing more praise reports. Yes. Amen. Amen. Ionica says, Shalom from Romania, Brazov. My personal prayer request is in the summer, I plan to go back to my family in Ukraine. Please pray for me that the border is open in time with this pandemic, pandemic virus. God bless you. I'm from Romania. My wife and daughter are from Ukraine. Well, Ionica, first of all, thank you for um, visiting us with your prayer here. 
We always like to get prayers from different parts of the world. I mean, we are a global outreach. I think this is the first one from Romania. So thank you. We pray that you are reunited with your family, whether in Romania or in the Ukraine. We pray that the border is open. We pray this pandemic is destroyed and defeated. In Jesus' name, we pray that, that no sickness will come to your house. And we pray that you and your whole family are champions for Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Someone named Bossy Chick says, Please pray for me that I get my dream job as a police officer. And I need my broken relationships to be restored. Well, I think Bossy Chick would probably make a pretty good police officer. So, God, if that's your will. I like that name. Yeah, if that's your will, God, then, you know, we pray her job in. And we pray that nothing stands in her way of it. And we pray that she uses that as a ministry, that she's a great witness to other people on the police force and to all the criminals that she's going to encounter. You know, a lot of being a police officer is actually you know, breaking up domestic violence incidents, um, dealing with drug addicts, things like that. It's, it's a great opportunity for you to be a missionary. Believe me, God doesn't need another police officer. We have plenty of police officers, okay? God needs people like you who are going to go into the dark places in this world, okay, and be a light. And believe me, as somebody, I was law enforcement too for three and a half years as a prosecutor, so I know about the darkness you're going to see, okay? And God's putting you there not just to arrest people. That's great, but he's putting you there also to help these people, all right? So, Father God, we pray that she has a great ministry there. A couple more. Swapan is from Tezpur, which is in India. He says, please pray urgently for me and my family. We're suffering lots of financial struggle due to not having any permanent income source. It's very urgent to get a solution. Please keep these requests at the Lord's holy feet. Yeah, that's the place they belong. Just leave them at God's feet. Well, Father God, we pray for Swapan right now. We, we lay this at your feet. That's the perfect prayer. It's a prayer of some of surrender. So God, we pray for Swapan. We pray that not only is he filled abundantly with financial blessings, but also in good health and in good relationships. And I pray, since we know how much poverty there is in India, that Swapan is known through his community as the man who experienced a financial miracle by the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that he is so blessed that other people come to him when they need money. In Jesus' name. And I pray it's a quick work, and I pray, Swapan, that you will write back to us and tell us that you had this happen, okay? Yeah. All right, one more from on here. Iosefo, and I apologize if I'm messing that name up. I'm Iosefo from Fiji. Please pray for me and my life, my journey with the Lord. Pray for my family, my education, since I'm learning a new language. I'm going to Japan next year. That's ambitious. It's a great place where I can help my family. Just mainly my journey with the Lord. I don't know which book in the Bible I should start reading. Please ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Okay, we get this a lot, actually. This is a good point. So what I told him, I wrote back to him, and I said, listen, you should start with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and of those four, start with John, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't think, if you want to understand how to walk with Christ, you really want to understand what Jesus Christ is about, you got to start with those four books, and in particular, the book of John, I think, okay? The rest of the Bible is great, but, you know, things should be done in a certain order. And the, the best way to introduce yourself by far and away is by introducing yourself to Jesus Christ. And the gospels are the story of Jesus Christ. So start with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and in particular, John. Okay. Father God, we pray for this person that you speak to him through the word. We pray for his trip to Japan, that he's a light in all of Japan. We pray for his journey. We pray that you, you help him learn this new language. We pray for his whole family. 
And we pray that that you are a lamp unto his feet and light unto his path in Jesus' name. Semi, who I think we prayed for before, but that's fine. We don't mind. Says, pray for my financial breakthrough. We are continuing to pray. If I remember correctly, Semi, it's some kind of like court judgment you're awaiting. Is that not right? So we pray for some financial breakthrough for you once again. Stephanie Lynn, who, and these are just the people who are writing right now, says, I pray that God opens the door so I may leave the homeless shelter and move into my home. Father God, open the windows of heaven. Yes, God. So that yes. Stephanie does not even have room enough to contain it. Yes, Lord. Okay. Yes, Lord. Stephanie, here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't know what you have, but I'm reminded of the woman in the Bible who gave basically what was the equivalent of half a penny to Jesus. And Jesus said, you know, this person who gave this half a penny has given more than everyone else because that's what she had. Mm. Stephanie, find something small, whatever it is you have, and make a faith donation, even if it's not to the church, even if it's some other homeless person who needs it more than you. Make that faith donation. Okay, and Father God, I pray that blessings and increase will chase her down, that she becomes known as someone that, who has a testimony of having experienced financial breakthrough. Yes. That she's the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, that she will lend and not borrow. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Lord. All right. Let me just see if we have any more. Last one. Damon Henley says, God, use me and work through me all for your glory, Jesus. Father God, we pray that you work through Damon, that you use him. There's no better prayer, I think, than the one that says, God, I yield to you. Use me and work through me. I think that's what you ultimately want for all of us. So God, please honor that prayer of Damon. Please work through him. Help him and his wife there. Give him a great ministry for you. And Father God, for all these other people who we couldn't get to tonight verbally, whose prayers are scrolling at the bottom of the screen, we pray for all of them as well. We know that you heard their prayer before they even said it. These are great faith statements. We pray that you honor them. We pray that you make them a great testimony. We pray that you give them all ministry. We pray that you bless them financially. We pray that you bless them personally and in good health. We pray your hedge of protection around them. And we pray that you show them the paths they should be on and that you help them stay on those paths. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. That was a mouthful, but I wanted to get to as many of these as we could. Absolutely. All right, Kristen, my dear, would you please uh, lead everybody in the call to salvation? Absolutely, absolutely. And we can't wait to hear the praise reports, just like the prayers are flooding in. We can't wait to hear those praise reports flooding in from all of these prayers tonight and the other night. So please, please let us know. We are, we are expecting in faith with you. And, um, you know, we're so proud of you for putting that faith out there and knowing that God is going to heal your situation. So if you would like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there's no better time than right now. Do you know, do you know where you would go if you were to die today, if you were to die now? Do you, do you have that comfort of knowing that you're, you're safe with Jesus, that you would go to heaven? If you don't, please pray, pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen.
you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Definitely comment on the video or send us a message. We want to know. We definitely want to know. Hey, guys, so listen, thanks for uh, following us. We also uh, want to remind you that we have our podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And I think Pandora, too. I'm not 100% sure about oh, that one. Yeah. So, you know, you can listen to these in the car or when you're going to sleep at night. Thank you so much for all the th- all the messages you guys send us that say, like, God bless you or something like that. You know, the most rewarding part of doing the show is getting the praise reports and hearing that people got saved. And also just when you guys say, God bless you, because those are prayers, too. And it, it really means a lot to me to know that every night we have just all these people who are saying, God, bless these two people for what they're doing. That I mean, yeah. talk about storing up your treasures in heaven. Thank you guys so much for that. It's very humbling. And we really, really appreciate it. All right, guys. Hey, check this out. Tomorrow, I'm going to have a really great message for you on the importance of obedience, okay? This is something a lot of people are afraid to talk about. This isn't going to be a you're going to hell kind of thing, but it is going to explain to you that if you want to see breakthrough in your life, there's no substitute for obedience. Don't expect to don't expect to live life the wrong way and, and still come into the fullness of God, okay? This is going to be a little bit different of a message. This is what we call tough love. So be sure to tune in tomorrow night at 7.30 Eastern time, or if you can't catch it live, all the videos are on Facebook anyway. We already know this. All the messages go up on on the the podcast, so you can get them there. But listen, guys, once again, thank you for uh, joining us. Congratulations, by the way, Kristen. We now have 25,000 followers. It's really very humbling to know that we have so many fans all around the world. It's pretty cool. So thank you guys for that. Um, All right, guys. So listen, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow night. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. joining us don't forget to follow jordan and Kristen ministries on facebook youtube and itunes and remember to tune in next week and every week on tuesdays at 8 45 on wmca the mission am 570 and fm 102.3 Amazing.